0: All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your Excellency, reverend fathers, uh, dear teachers, dear students, and dear parents, today is the great feast of the Holy Trinity, one of the basic things which all of us have learned in our catechism class when we were preparing for our first Holy Communion. In the city of Edessa, in the times of the Roman Empire, there was a magnificent church which was dedicated to St. Thomas the Apostle. And those times, being a Catholic in that city, it was quite tumultuous times, because on that time, late 4th century, there ruled an emperor named Valens who was favoring the Arian heresy. The teaching of Arius was that Jesus Christ was not God but just another creation. The emperor happened to hear that this church of St. Thomas was the headquarters of Catholics who firmly held to the doctrine of trinity and were fiercely opposing the Arian heresy which was blasphemous to the divinity of our Lord and blasphemous in denying the holy trinity. So the emperor who was angry of this resistance against his own man-made doctrine he ordered that this church of the Catholics was to be shut, and anyone who would appear there, he would be put to death. The mayor of that city was a decent and honest, though a weak man. So behind the emperor's back, and to prevent a slaughter of Catholics, the mayor warned them and said that they should not go to the masses and services of St. Thomas Church anymore. But his warnings were not heard, and all Catholics of the city continued to gather in the church in great numbers. The mayor with a heavy heart and feeling being under the obedience to the emperor got himself A large number of soldiers ready to kill anyone who would show his face in the church. When the mayor was on his way with his troops he saw a woman who was hurrying to the church of Saint Thomas. She broke through the line of soldiers and she was holding her little boy, his hand in hers. The mayor, irritated that some dared break the imperial command, shouted to her, you evil woman, where do you think you're going? And she answered, where everyone else is going. The mayor shouted back, don't you know that anyone who shall be found attending this church will be put to death? The woman answered, yes, and that's precisely why I hurry to attend and be found there." The mayor then asked, and why are you leading uh, your little child there? And the woman said that he also may gain the merit of martyrdom. Obedient as he were, the mayor could not convince himself to kill innocent women and children. So he went back and informed the Emperor that the Church of St. Thomas was filled with faithful Catholics and they were all ready to die for their Catholic faith. And he managed to convince the Emperor that it would be a horrible scandal and a disgrace to the Imperial throne if all these people should be put To death for their faith. And the example of the faithful of St. Thomas, it encouraged and strengthened the whole city of Edessa, and soon everyone loudly and bravely confessed himself as a Catholic. Dear faithful, on this Feast of the Blessed Trinity, we can nothing but admire the faith and the bravery of this woman who was ready to die in the hands of them who hated the Catholic faith. From her own desire, she wanted to attend a church of the Apostles. She probably was not a theologian or well-versed in the writings of the Fathers, but she knew the words of St. Thomas the patron of her church, addressed to Jesus, my Lord and my God. This feast of the Holy Trinity, it is closely connected to the mission of the church. Even as God the Father had sent the Son into the world, so did God the Son send the apostles. The mission of the apostles and their successors, the bishops, is divine and the end for which the apostles and the bishops were sent forth is the same end as that for which Jesus Christ was sent. As God spoke to prophet Ezekiel, I will not the death of the impious, but that the impious convert from his way and live. It is also the spirit of martyrdom of the Edessen Mother why you attend here at St. Gertrude's. It is because our bishops and priests here, we follow the true mission of the Church, to save souls, just like our Lord authorized His apostles and their successors to do all the way until the end of the world. Her spirit, that of the Edessan mother, it was the spirit of bravery to stand against anyone who dared to think he could oppose God. One of the things I always emphasize to our school children is that as a follower of Jesus, you cannot just be for the truth. You must also stand against error. Usually in the world, you don't get into that much trouble by just being for the truth. It is only when you oppose the error, like a command of an evil emperor, when you put your reputation or even your life on the line. It was also the spirit of love, of the Catholic faith, and of martyrdom, which brought many of your parents and grandparents here when Bishop Dolan founded this mission of St. Gertrude in Cincinnati so many years ago. Many of you who are here today, you followed your parents and your grandparents to the true faith and the true mass. Your parents in those difficult years, they heard the leaders of a new church whom they thought were legal successors of the apostles now preach that you can worship God just as well in a Protestant as in a Catholic church or even in a mosque for all that matter. And your parents and grandparents had none of that. They loved their faith, which they had learned from their catechism. And when they heard this strange doctrine of all religions being equal, preached from the pulpits of their old churches, they thought, this doesn't sound right. There is something very wrong here. Like the mother of Edessa, they might have not known exactly why or how these false leaders could seem to destroy the church. But your parents knew, being loving followers of Jesus, that there is room for mystery in the Catholic faith. But there is no room for contradiction. The true and legal mission of the true Catholic Church can never lead people to believe or hold things against the faith. This past semester our high schoolers read the classic novel House of the Seven Gables where the heroine Phoebe comments the suspicious character Mr. Hol- Holgrave saying that he looks like a lawless person, to which her cousin Hepzibah answers, oh, I suppose he has a law of his own. And that is certainly true. Whatever law the destroyers of faith might have on their side, it certainly is neither divine law or church law. Spirit of love and spirit of martyrdom, that is what makes faithful Catholic. That is what it means being a Christian, to follow Jesus. In our school hallway, there is that statue I like very much where boy Jesus holds a book and points to the text which says, If you love me, follow me. We are called to follow Jesus for all today's of our lives. The apostles were instructed to preach and teach the people both before and after baptizing them. This was the mission which he transferred to the apostles our Lord did and which our own little church continues even to this day. The presence of Jesus will never fail the true Church and that's why he will never fail us either. The Church of our Lord is a divine institution which can only live through Christ. And as long as this world lasts, there is also pardon and remission of sins no matter how horrible or numerous those sins are. Because our loving Lord and Savior has told us, I am with you all days, even to the consummation of the world. May God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen.